0: And most of our supply went to you, so you get to pay for all of it. And, <laughs> right. and so people are like, what in the world? This is yeah. not right. This is the result of deregulation that supports business and doesn't protect consumers. So that's not... When we talk about deregulation, I don't want that kind of deregulation. I agree. I agree. I want... I'm William.
1: I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast.
2: So uh, there's a lot of... Let's talk about the nature of our country right now. Okay. We have, right, in part.
0: Oh, in lots of ways. We
2: have... Mm -hmm. we have a polarized society Mm -hmm. we have um, the rise of Donald Trump and the confusion that that has had on our political scene Yes, we have this pandemic we had an epic year for um, for uh, the breakdown of race relations and policing through 2020 Mm -hmm. lots of writing Mm -hmm. Um, we're in a We're in a state where there is a lot of anger in our country.
0: Yes, that's right.
2: There's a lot of derision. Um, I believe, and I I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. I'm not much for those. Okay. But I think the biggest problem driving some of these sorts of problems has to do with the corruption in our financial institutions and our government. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that people know that the system isn't working for them, yeah. And the middle class is being pinched and um, burdened and driven apart.
0: That seems and clear think, to me.
2: Yeah, and I think that the that sort of anger and disillusionment is easily used by people who have money, who have power, to redirect uh, the attention. To something political, mm-hmm. um, to redirect uh, away from the reality that our very very rich people are writing our laws. Yeah. And this, so to me, the fundamental problem in our country is not with Democrats or Republicans.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It, it's it's happening on both sides. Um, it's the very wealthy being able to write the rules of business. Through our government, um, this has been exposed at times. They call it like crony capitalism. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so think about that. If if you are running a business, there are lots and lots of rules that govern how you run that business, and they're meant originally to protect people to keep things fair, right? Sure. Um, these these rules range from uh, how you can handle. Uh, contracts to um, buying and selling of property um, but take things like bankruptcy there are laws about bankruptcy and big companies can use those laws to benefit them
0: yes yes
2: Donald Trump was a master at this yes I mean he he created companies simply to bankrupt them uh, you know you create a, a company and that company loans money right and then the company is bankrupt and that loan therefore, uh, you know, there are benefits to doing it that way Yeah. Um, as far as tax breaks. And so there's all these ways you can manipulate things right. by the laws, right? And big businesses have these lobby groups, you know, special interest money yeah. pouring into our system and kind of directing what kind of laws they want, what kind of simple exceptions to the rules, right, mm-hmm. that build and mount and, and benefit them. And they've become increasingly complicated, and the end result is that the rich people, uh, the really rich people, are well-protected and well-benefiting while the rest of us are grinding.
0: Right, right. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I see that.
2: I think that has more to do with how Donald Trump became president than anything else. Certainly anything religious or—I don't think uh, religion— much to do with it okay um i think it had something to do with it okay but i think the biggest piece is that donald trump came in promising to drain the swamp he came in as a businessman who said oh i have called people on capitol hill and said i want this or that law or i want this thrown out and they'll do it for me yeah he said i did that all the time
0: Mm
2: -hmm. A matter of fact i heard a statistic that it's that 70 percent of the time uh, companies can get laws thrown out um, or, mm-hmm. or, sorry, they can get laws passed. They can alter things. And if they don't want a law, they can kill it. Yeah. Why? Because they give all the money that drives our elections and keeps these people in office. and mm-hmm. it's It's called greed. Yeah. Greed is ruining our country. Yes. And here we are arguing uh, Republicans and Democrats about, uh, government or social issues or, and all the while greed is continuing to just erode everything. Yeah. And so I feel like it's, it's, all those things are, are valid, but I think at the middle, um, the, the this greed is really the thing that we're getting distracted from. And as we get angry and disillusioned and we feel like, you know, things aren't working, we're not able to pay our bills or, um, I've given lots of examples in the past about insurance companies. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. example. Yes, Insurance companies uh, are protected by federal law. They write all the rules of the game. You pay your premiums. You contract with them, but they keep your contract. You don't even see it or read it or understand it. And then when they, it's time for them to pay, pay a claim, they deny it. hmm and you have to jump through all of these hoops. And they keep adding hoops for you to jump through to exhaust you. Yeah. And the end game is insurance is becoming useless. Yeah. And that's all greed-driven. And that's corruption in our government.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, and uh, it reminds me of the um, the famous quote from the movie in the 1980s, uh, Wall Street, greed is good. Gordon Gekko, right? Greed is good. Mm-hmm. And people uh, in those positions justify it by saying uh, I have an obligation to my shareholders and the obligation right. is to make as much money as possible
2: right yeah so that's that would be like a uh, I think a great distraction and a, a tired old song that rich people say is like well you know i've got to uh, if you don't like insurance companies and insurance companies are getting rich and they've rewritten the laws to benefit them then just invest
0: in them right yeah well
2: oh boy that that please that yep. is a that's a pathetic tired old song and i'm tired of hearing it. like invest what
0: Right. No, no, I right. hear you. The I hear pennies,
2: you. Absolutely. The pennies that we have left from paying our health insurance premiums and the pennies we have left from paying our, our health bills.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's what this is what I'm saying is that it's um, the the greed is unconscionable. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah.
2: It's ruining our society. Yes. Um, people are uh, when uh, you, know, you look back in time the builder generation and they were really starting businesses and they were, they were fair. They were not trying to get rich. They're just trying to build community. Yeah. Um, and it has just gone to the Lorax, you know? Yeah. Uh, I need to get rich quick now. And, uh, you know, people are just not fighting for, uh, for a government that represents them because they've become so disillusioned. It has, it's just our, our, um, Congress, we feel is it needs to be thrown out. Yeah, I mean, every we want we want reform and we can't get it.
0: Right, right. Well, I think this is. Um, I forget exactly the numbers. Uh, I don't have those in front of me right now. But eighty uh, percent uh, of people say that the Congress is not trustworthy, and yet the re-election rate for uh, members of Congress who run for re-election is like 90%. Right,
2: right. It is just a system that benefits those at the top. Um, even the people in government, once they get in, there's like a career politician. You know, back in the day, it was you You worked a job. You went and served in politics. You went back to your job. Now, you, you certainly don't have to go back to any job because you'll come out wealthy with all the insider trading, with all the deals, with all the, the special interest money. Corporate's, uh corporations are running our government.
0: Yeah, I think that they're that's uh we've had corporate politicians almost from the beginning of our country I think, but it's mm-hmm. but it's probably worse now in terms of corporate uh greed and corruption than it ever has been. The um mm-hmm. a lot of the uh millionaire capitalists Rockefeller and and uh, that whole group of folks, you know, they were pretty bad as well. Uh and we got past that. Uh, But I think now it's it's worse than it ever has been in terms of those folks writing the laws that govern their own finances and the rules. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense also that um, in the last election, um, Donald, uh, the people who voted for Donald Trump were also likely to support uh, Bernie Sanders. And so there were a lot of folks who were like, am I going to, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump? These are the two people that I really like. And right. in, in lots of ways, they couldn't be more different. But what was common among them was that they were both saying, hey, look, the system is rigged against you. And those were both yes. super popular candidates. And how is it that they had a huge overlap in their support base? It's, it's yeah. because they're talking about the same thing that you're talking about.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's why I knew so many people who were so upset when Bernie lost uh, the primaries.
0: Sure, sure.
2: Um, yeah, and, and when Donald won the primaries, it was, it was uh, not a point of great celebration, but this, um, I think people just felt like it was a necessary evil, you know? Yeah. Uh, or at least this guy who has poor moral fiber or character or what have you and will be an embarrassment to the world, uh, you know, for an American embarrassment, at least he's promising to drain the swamp. He's going to deal with the corruption at the highest level and going there and clean house. That was the, you know, that's, that's what people were hoping for.
0: Yeah. Do you think that that happened at all during his you know, presidency? I you
2: know, I have, I have no idea. Um, I really don't.
0: Uh, I, I just, yeah, yeah, I don't think that he drained the swamp at all. On the other hand, uh, I'm not sure that any president could.
2: Right. Right. That's,
0: I mean, that's this is part of what you're saying is that the system is so iron. I mean, there's so much money against it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah. So here we are, disillusioned.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Um, (laughs) okay. So pull us out of this.
2: Well, I think that um, one uh, shining thing that could uh, help is cryptocurrency. Okay. Um, do you have any cryptocurrency?
0: I have some, not a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, uh, if government has all the rules, like yeah. how to limit markets and um, yeah, yeah, you know what the interest rates are going to be and what what kind of tax loopholes there are, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, like I was mentioning bankruptcy. If you can, if big business can benefit from bankruptcy laws, but if you're a student, get an education, you can't file bankruptcy. Right. You know, if if you're if you're failing in your in your home and you file bankruptcy, you've got about a seven year process, right, to get that cleared. You see, it's illegal uh, for commoners to use bankruptcy to their benefit, but big business can, right? Right. That's the right. kind of thing where they're, they're rewriting these laws, and so our banks, our banks, our financial institutions, will take our money, and we put our money in a bank to keep it safe and federally insured. Sure. And they will loan it out. Uh, think about credit cards yeah at 18 22% uh-huh and so banks are making uh billions and billions of dollars yeah off of lending but we don't get any interest rate right and if you put money in a bank even with even with a CD where your money is tied up for 6 months a year or something you're 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 going to like less than oh, 1% interest yeah
0: it's it's crazy how low the rates are
2: and inflation is currently 7% yeah right so I mean you put you put a thousand dollars in the bank at a uh, point zero one seven percent interest. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs>
0: it and seven percent
2: inflation, right? Uh you're losing money fast. Yeah, just the buying power
0: is it. is going down, down, down.
2: Yeah. But banks banks are having uh epic years of, of earnings.
0: Oh yeah, sure.
2: They're crushing it. Yeah. Because they, they they're all in this together, yep. right? Yep. Um, and so one of the things that that would really help is the way we uh, do money. Is cryptocurrency is kind of like a grassroots, um, organic uh, software is what it is. It's just it's the blockchain uh, technology is taking a public ledger that cannot be changed. It's immutable. Mm-hmm. That anyone can see these yeah. various blocks on the internet. Right. You can see transactions. And uh, they're decentralizing that. Right, uh, right. And so right now it's kind of it's kind of the wild west, and there's uh, there's a lot of volatility, and you've got to kind of educate yourself and know what's going on. There's there's safer things to invest in there, and more risky things to invest in there. Um, currently, sadly, the crypto market is really really low. Mm. It's really tanked here lately. It's, um,
0: sad for those who um, have cryptocurrency.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, also sad for those who would like to see a new banking system.
0: Yes, but maybe good for those who are ready to invest right now.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's Prices are low. Yeah, prices are low. That's right. So these companies are writing code that is going to decentralize our banking and allow you to make an interest rate, you you to make loans to other people and almost act as your own bank. Yeah. yeah. And it's just to say we don't need these banks. Robbing us. We don't need them getting so horribly wealthy. Yeah,
0: yeah. But
2: there are so there there, you know, there are folks who are very much against this.
0: Uh huh. Um,
2: originally, banks had government regulation because you want to make sure that that things were done fairly. Sure. You know, of course. And so some regulation is really important. Yeah. It's just when over the years, um, the the greed gets a hold of our laws and mm-hmm. rules, and pretty mm-hmm. soon, we the people aren't making any, there's nowhere to put your money and make real returns anymore. Right. You know, I mean, the stock market averages 7%, right. That's probably the best of people, you know, and, and these, these groups that really work hard to beat the stock market might get up to 11 or 12% in some of their funds, you know, um, and there are opportunities to make a lot more in cryptocurrency. Um, and, but it's, it's risky right now. Sure. Yeah. But I think it's one of the bright spots of changing—now, listen, <laughs> some people very much disagree with this, and guess who?
0: Oh, uh, oh, the banks, for sure.
2: Sure, the banks and the people who who the system's really benefiting, right? Yeah, yeah, But did you know that there are also other people who believe that this is some sort of biblical uh, one-world economy oh. sort of—yeah, uh, yeah, they're afraid that, a, that it's becoming a one-world economy, and that is I like see. a— part of the, uh, the end times or the, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I haven't heard that, but of, that
0: makes sense. Yep. I've heard that. of
2: Antichrist. Yeah. You want to talk about that at all? You want to have <laughs> anything about,
0: that? uh, it sounds to me the same. I remember when I was a kid and the UPC symbols came along and you could just scan mm-hmm. items, you know, your bread and, and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, milk and stuff. And this price would come up instead of having a sticker, you know, on on every item in the grocery store. And I remember hearing, you know, my pastor say, Oh yeah, no, this is the mark of the beast and we get you can't shop at places that have UPC symbols. And this is the one world government and it's all set in a computer and it's a supercomputer in, in uh in Sweden or I don't know where it was, the supercomputer that was calculating right. all this right. stuff. Uh and then now I mean that's not a big deal. And I mean it just these things come on over and over and over again. Um, right yeah right. there's there's no evidence of that at all yes yeah.
2: are you afraid of a global economy
0: no yeah
2: me neither i don't even see we where, already have a global what...
0: economy i'm not sure i, I know we I... we've had a global economy for a very long time
2: where do people christians uh particular um, i don't want to say that uh so widely let me say it very, very narrowly a very small group of christians who fear any sort of progress as like a sign of the beast where where does this come from that there will be a global economy
0: yeah there are various passages in revelation and the various um, visions of revelation that talk about how people in power will use the economy to oppress God's people and yeah. and there are uh, several different places that talk about that and it talks about the uh, kingdoms of this world will oppress God's people, uh, using the economy and then also using the sword and using disease and using all kinds of things. Right. Like and so the horsemen. I'm, yeah. So I'm guessing that that's where they're—I haven't talked with folks that's, like that, but yeah. yeah.
2: That's what I thought, too, when I was trying to figure out, now, why is it, Why are people afraid of this? Yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, I think that there are some crazy interpretations of Revelation.
0: Yeah, that's you know? that's not— uh, yeah, that's pretty rough. To I mean,
2: that's a whole other topic, but um, the the fact is, we are being oppressed economically.
0: Sure. Yeah. We're currently being
2: oppressed, and we have you can't make any you can't make your money work for you.
0: And quite honestly, it I just, think that's exactly what R- Revelation is talking about. Is is yes. the ways that um, the banking system and our governmental system is oppressing poor people now? Yes.
2: Yeah. It works for them. It doesn't work for us. Yeah. Yeah, it makes them richer. They're rewriting the rules. The power uh, begets power, money begets money, and it just changes into greater and greater disparity, which has been happening in spades in our country. People don't know that. If they feel like maybe they, you know, as they're as they're getting older and they're reaching more the height of their earning potential, and you know, they feel like they're they're making more money. But the fact is, they've been printing and printing money. Your money doesn't mean as much now. Right. Right. You might make you might make more money. Uh, but it has less value right? as right. they print and print and print money. Also, it's it's uh, the disparity. You know, the people who really have the money have so much money.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're seeing it's, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer.
2: Right. The um, You know, and I've heard conservatives. Um, uh, who Who's that young guy who, who goes around talking on college campuses? And
0: I don't know, um, I don't know who you're talking about.
2: Yeah, he's a conservative. Uh, okay.
0: There's a bunch of yeah, people he, like that. I yeah. think oh
2: gosh I wish my brain still worked um, I would remember his, I can see his face okay anyway uh, there's a there's a video where people are asking about the disparity of wealth and why he's so conservative about that and yeah. and um, he basically confronts them and says that they're uh, they're jealous mm. that if if they're able to go out and make money and you know and and have a good life then then uh and these people can make astronomical amount of money you're just jealous of that mm. And, and I think that's a really sad, uh, lack of understanding about yeah. justice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, about, yeah. About economics and community. Um, and the, the reality is, uh, you, you can take out, uh, any of your own interests of uh, dreams about being wealthy or, um, just, just remove anything that would be, uh, envy, yeah. you know,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. and just look at it for other people and yeah. say, this is not just. Um, There there are people who are working 40 hours a week. They're working full time, but they can't acquire property.
0: Right. They can't right. save for retirement. Right. right.
2: They can't put their kids through college. Yeah. They can barely pay their bills. If they have a health crisis, they're certainly in trouble. They're in big trouble. Yeah. Um, I, I think anyone who's working in this country, who's working a full time job, even if it's uh, being a janitor, or you're moving carts around, um, you should be able to have a family and support a family.
0: Makes sense to me
2: that is not true it's not true here.
0: it's definitely not true yeah yeah Uh,
2: i think people should be able to to take vacations Uh and uh Uh you know and, and and save some money and but that is not the reality yeah yeah right and and so this disparity is getting extreme and i think that cryptocurrency is one way that it levels the playing field i can lend money someone else can lend money I can make a a high rate on certain returns. I can invest in uh, some of these companies that are up and coming uh, and see real returns. Now that can happen in the stock market as well. Uh Um, You know, you can you can believe in a company when it's it's a penny stock and then make good money if it it survives. But um, think about being in a third world country. Where you have complete corruption, mm-hmm. maybe there is no bank, or maybe the bank is really corrupt, and they'll take your money. Yeah, and they'll say, "Oh, you never made a deposit." Right. Um, where does someone who actually earns a wage or gets gets some sort of wealth? What do they do with it? Yeah, yeah. Um, they they have to try to to hide it and it's uh it's dangerous right with cryptocurrency it can go on the blockchain as long as they have access to a phone or computer they can move that wealth around and use it and earn interest right right it, it it provides a lot of safety for folks who otherwise have very poor currencies very corrupt governments bad banking scenarios it is globalizing banking on the internet and that is really helpful to a lot of people
0: yeah now uh I think that that does seem like at uh, I I can think theoretically that cryptocurrency seems to be uh at least potentially I'll say a phenomenal uh piece in rectifying the problem mm-hmm. of money controlling our government. Uh but I've got a lot of questions about it, it it's not it's not doing that yet. It's not mm-hmm. doing that yet. And, right. and I do have a lot of questions. I don't know if uh, we have time now, but I got a lot. I I, I love cryptocurrency giving power to the people um, and away from those who are in power, spreading power around, uh, which is absolutely what cryptocurrency is doing, uh, I think is one it's of the best things anyway, we could right? possibly do. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's
2: let, – we can throw cryptocurrency in the hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think that there's there's some promise there. Yes, there to, is. to help revolutionize the way money and greed has been uh, ruining our country.
0: Absolutely,
2: uh, and put it back into the hands of the people. I think that there's some real potential there. Yes. Uh, are there some pitfalls and some problems? You bet. But uh, let's let's just put that aside for now. Oh, another thing I wanted to say about what we could do is, you know, the idea of a free market uh-huh. is used a lot. It's manipulated by both sides. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really exist. Right. Um, not truly. No, no, not truly. Not so completely for example, free is
0: what I mean. Yeah, markets. Yeah, no it, market is completely free.
2: If you went uh, to find health insurance for your family yeah, uh, and you live in a certain location, you're only going to find two to three options right. in that location.
0: Two or three companies. And the reason, yeah.
2: right, because federal law is protecting That's the right. competition.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: So there is no free market. Um, Not a true free market. Sure. Because if there was then, uh, you know, I see lots of room for insurance company startup to provide better claims, better service, lower premiums. There's so much opportunity for that. Yeah. Um, But the government isn't allowing it. Right. 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 No free market. A free market would be of benefit. Right. To all of us. Um, But all these rules um, and exceptions to the rules that are benefiting the rich aren't allowing a free market. But it's talked about all the time. Oh, our free markets, we have free markets. We don't really have free markets.
0: Well, okay, so you're right. We don't have free markets. We've never had completely free markets, and I don't think any of us wants a completely free market with no regulation. We want some regulation to protect consumers. We definitely want that. Sure. But uh, – which regulations are good and which ones are bad, uh, I think, is difficult to know. This is the, one of the—or uh, or we can argue about. We should argue about. It. It's yes, frustrating to me yes. though when, when politicians say we need to deregulate the market. We just need to strip away all these regulations, and Donald Trump was saying that. And, okay, depends on which regulations you're talking about.
2: Exactly, exactly.
0: Which ones are you trying to get rid of? Are you trying to get rid of the ones that are protecting um, the poor, and protecting ordinary consumers, or are you talking about getting rid of the ones that are protecting the wealthy and the banks? Yeah. Yeah. And so, just That's to right. say I, we want to deregulate, I'm I, okay. I, I, I'm interested because I definitely want to get rid of some regulations, but not all. I don't want a completely free market because then uh, greed is going to be completely unrestricted. On the other hand, there are some restrictions uh that are wonderful. I mean, there are some great ones and some terrible ones. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
2: Yeah. So let me let me let me tell you what I, more of what I mean by uh, no free market. Okay. If there is a company that gets itself in big trouble, yeah. it's leveraged itself out, and it is such a big conglomerate. Uh huh. That our government has to use taxpayer dollars to bail them out. Right,
0: that's happened a bunch recently. Yeah,
2: of the poor business practices that they've been exhibiting. Uh, this is not what capitalism is supposed to be about. Right. If if you mismanage your business and it falls apart, that's the consequence for being so greedy. Yes. And not investing in your company and thinking about its longevity. Yes. You try to take too much money and pay to too many uh, uh, executives. Now there's no money and it falls apart. That's what happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's supposed to be the consequences of a true free market, but we don't do that anymore. That's right. We have allowed companies to form these conglomerates where, say, let's say you wanted to get with some guys and you wanted to start a company. Your wife flies airplanes, right? She's yep. a She's a, a pilot, and she yep. trains other pilots. That's right. So she wanted to start a company that uh, that provided charter airlines, right? Sure. Uh-huh. And that, that company started to grow. It could only get so big. It could only get so big, and it would never really make it because all of the air travel in our country is just a handful of these giant conglomerate That's companies. Right. That's right. And and there's no way you can compete with them.
0: Right. They would just buy her out if it's big enough or squeeze her out. You know, they come in absolutely, and, squeezer, and yep. you know, undercut either buy the company or come in and undercut the prices so that she goes bankrupt. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. That's right.
2: Yeah, and so that's a good example of we need we need uh, some government regulation. Sure, right? We don't want we don't want monopolies controlling and dominating the the scene. We want everyone to have opportunities to start companies, to provide a better service for a better price, to drive our prices down and our services to greater quality. That's what we all want. I'll give you another example. Unless you're on the top. (laughs)
0: Last winter, yeah, that's right. Last winter, you remember that there was an ice storm, unusual ice storm in Texas. And during that time, the power companies uh, were not prepared. And so there was a ton of people who lost power when they needed it the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, why did that happen? As they go back and look at why that happened, uh, a couple of things come up. First, they deregulated the power companies tremendously. They just stripped away all the regulations. Now, what does that? Mm-hmm. What do I mean? Is uh, for one, they stopped basically all kinds of inspections, government inspections, to make sure that that uh, they were up that uh, the power stations were up to code. And so, a little bit of ice. They could the, uh, the the power stations couldn't handle. In in the past, uh, they were required to be able to handle ice. Now they're let's strip away the regulations so that companies can actually make more money. And so now they can't handle ice. And when there's ice, the whole power system shuts down. Now right. people don't have power. That's one. Another thing that they did is that they said, you know what, we're we're not going to put any regulations on how much you can charge a customer. So what they did is that these companies, with no more regulations, they said, let's set up um, a contract with our customers that says that you get the power at the going rate. So when power comes into your house, whatever the rate in the moment is, in in terms of how much people are paying, uh, how much people are using power, and how much there's availability, supply and demand, that's going to be where the cost is, supply and demand. Well... What happened, so that's deregulation, and we're going to let the free market decide the price instead of Mm -hmm. price fixing. And Mm -hmm. so what happened is that people started getting, like for one day, uh, $50,000 for the power, for one day's worth of power. Mm -hmm. And so people get these bills of hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they're like, well, Mm -hmm. you agreed to it. You signed the contract. They said that you were going to get... The going rate of supply and demand just turns out that, that uh, you used up a bunch of electricity, you know, a high percentage of our electricity because we had very little supply, almost mm-hmm. no supply, and most of our supply went to you, so you get to pay for all of it. And and so people are like, what in the world? This is yeah. not right. This is the result of deregulation that supports business and doesn't protect Consumers, so that's not when we talk about deregulation. I don't want that kind of deregulation.
2: I agree. I agree. I want free market opportunities for individuals to get in the game, right? To make a difference, to start companies that can compete. Right. That's the kind of free market that I want. But totally. you're right. We need we need to regulate that. Uh, the the trust busting was a good thing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. So so we want some regulation. We want yeah. some government. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh-huh, yeah we we want government telling us for example that there are certain places where you need to have a rail put up
0: yes absolutely
2: because if you don't some people may die
0: right exactly right yeah.
2: unnecessarily yes Those those are kind of like government regulations that we we appreciate
0: that actually goes we back straight safe, to the Bible there's a regulation absolutely in does. Deuteronomy I think it is um, or Exodus I think it's Deuteronomy that says when you build a house you have to put a rail around the roof of your house so that when people go up there, uh, they don't fall off. And if they do fall off and you don't have a rail or your rail is faulty, then you are liable for their death um, or for their injuries. You are responsible if your rail is not effective. I mean, that's straight from the Bible.
2: Yeah. Likewise, if you had an animal that was prone to attacking people and you didn't properly— Right. Protect them from that. Yeah. You're at yeah. greater liability than if some yeah. animal happens for the first time to attack a person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So there, there's a place for safety and regulation and
0: uh, protecting consumers. It's protecting right? people That's, rather than yeah. uh, keeping the people in power in power. Right. But
2: that's what we're seeing yeah, in our scenario. Yeah. The rules are being written to protect them, to protect their interests, to protect their greed, to grow their greed while you just keep grinding, grinding, grinding. Yeah. Um, so I think this problem, again, it, it doesn't have to do with, with being a Republican or a Democrat.
0: Right, right.
2: Right. Um, the the Oftentimes the liberals are complaining that corporations are running our government. Yeah. But uh, the Clintons were notorious for taking special interest money. Yes. Um, And making friends. It's it's, it's on both sides. Absolutely. It
0: really is. 100% on both sides. Yes.
2: Yeah. And so I really do think that we need lots of reform. Yeah. Um, And I want to refer people back to our election reform episode. Yeah. That's one of the options of how to take special interest money out of how we put people into office. Because currently, I don't know about you but I feel like my vote is next to worthless.
0: Yeah. We've got several good ideas about how to reform our elections in ways that will actually give more power to the people, and I think that's enough of a tease. But if you haven't listened to that one, you should go back and listen to it. Yeah.
2: I also think we need to be advocating and seeking to vote for people who are against crony capitalism against corporate welfare yeah. against all this uh, the you know this kind of corruption yes. Um, yes i also think and this is i think this is probably my most important piece is that we keep blaming um, the wrong people mm for all of our issues and anger and societal ills. And we have lots of societal ills. Yeah, It's true. But I think that undergirding all of them is this stress and pressure of feeling like I'm not getting ahead. I'm being pinched at every corner by every industry. I can't make it. And there's like depression and stress and now there's illness and it's, it's, it's mounting and people are angry yeah. And they're becoming yeah. angry at Republicans or angry at Democrats or yep. angry at people who voted for Trump or angry for people who didn't vote for Trump. They're just angry. Yeah. And and we need to focus our attention on the people who are really profiting from all of that disparity and all of that, that pain. Yeah. I really think that that, that is the, the key piece. If we could solve that problem, if we could get rid of special interest money in our government and th- these kinds of, Of, uh, just nasty laws that are benefiting the rich
0: you know the image Um, that comes to my mind is uh, a a mob of people of common people with pitchforks and torches uh, you know coming to see the the guy in the castle and uh, they're going to drag him out and and kill him for whatever he's done and a guy in the castle sees it sees this mob coming and Mm -hmm. is scared and his advisor says, "Hey, listen, you don't have to—you uh, don't have to be scared of these folks. You just have to convince the people with the pitchforks that those without pitchforks are coming after their pitchforks."
2: Right, right, yeah,
0: right, and that's what's happened, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you know, in the name of, uh, you know, it, it gets so mixed up with the politics and convoluted, and we can't see the real issue. And the real issue is this greed. Right? How are Republicans protecting us from greed? Yes. How are Democrats protecting us from greed? Yes. They just they they have a solution to the conservatives. Conservatives have a solution to the Democrats, but they're not really addressing greed. Right. Right. And the people who are benefiting the most from our system, from our society, I think have the greatest responsibility to support that system. Yes. Um, and uh, I don't think that that necessarily means um that they get a, a higher tax rate although I do agree with a um a uh, sliding tax rate
0: I oh you just opening up another can of worms
2: a, another whole big can of worms we okay can, we can put that in the hopper too
0: let's kick it um, let's kick it down the road but I definitely yeah. want to talk about that let's not let's not leave it on the side of the road we got to talk about that
2: yeah for sure uh you want to stop here and then create a new episode
0: <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have so much to talk about.
2: I know. Yeah. Um, it, what I am saying, though, to, to finish up, yeah, finish is, up. Uh, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about um, uh, taxes per se, as the all the laws and regulations yes. that are providing benefit,
0: right, 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 right to right. the wealthiest people. Yeah. Gotcha. I hear you. I hear you. You're right.
2: All right. Well. Uh,
0: Hey, so you, taxes? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, if you are um, have got some question about cryptocurrency or about the tax system or you want us to talk about whatever it is that's piqued your interest in this episode, write to us at the podcast at gmail.com because we got those episodes there coming up. And make sure you get your questions in and we'll address them.
1: Hey, this is Dave with the Hopper Podcast. If you can't find a politician or a media outlet that represents your views, you're not alone. You've got a home right here. We've broken free from the cultural and political narratives that dominate the landscape. There are more of us than you might realize. So help us grow the Hopper podcast. Find your favorite episode and click the share button and put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or somewhere else. Thanks.
2: Hey, Willie, um, do you think that the, um, the the climate change that we are seeing is due to human activity
0: in part yes
2: yeah um you know years ago i was um i wasn't sure Uh you know because you hear you hear different political arguments mostly because everything is so so charged politically yeah and it's just trying to discern uh, okay who is benefiting what's the the policy that's trying to be written is this a fear-mongering tactic to get me to vote certain ways and to have certain regulations and you know um and having looked at all that uh and considering this over years i too have come to the conclusion that there is um, very clear scientific evidence that the earth is increasing in temperature at a rate that doesn't appear to be historical or it's normal um, rhythms. Correct. Yes. You know what I found out recently? What's that? I didn't know this until recently, that one of our biggest problems with, um, you know, greenhouse gas and mostly CO2, uh, carbon dioxide, uh, allows the planet to get hot. The sunlight, you know, gets trapped in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about how much CO2 is in the atmosphere. Of uh-huh. course, the burning of fossil fuels has something to do with that, right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: That's what I've been hearing and thinking about for years. But what I learned recently is that it has to do with soil um, and the and the farming of soil,
0: mm.
2: namely tilling the soil. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought this was fascinating. And you and I both have biology degrees. And why we didn't learn this, I don't know. But, um uh, down in the root systems of plants, uh, there are, of course, lots of microbes. It's a whole ecosystem down there. Right?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I knew that microbes were the ones that fixed nitrogen for plants to use. Yes. I did not know that in that ecosystem it holds a whole lot of carbon dioxide. Yes. That the plants put it down there, and it's you know it's just it's holding carbon. Down under the the surface of the...
0: Yeah, I don't think it's carbon dioxide, but it's carbon. And oxygen is so plenteous that we can go plants and animals move uh, oxygen, O2, to carbon dioxide, CO2, and back, back and forth, back and forth. And so... The the key L, and oxygen, of course, is in the air, and so carbon is the main thing. I think I think what uh, is being stored is carbon in various forms, rather than CO two.
2: Well, uh, when they till the soil, it releases the carbon dioxide.
0: Right, 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 right.
2: Yeah. So there's carbon dioxide uh, is if it's not in any way present in the soil, it's what it becomes when it's tilled.
0: Right. When it um, cause, because because it it encounters the air. And then uh, chemical reactions take place. I think in the microbes, and you know, oxygen is allowed to get into those cells, and then it, carbon dioxide is released. I'm, I think that that's right.
2: Um, well, it sounds like you do know a
0: little bit about this. I know some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know. I know some. Um, well, I had no idea how how much carbon dioxide is released by tilling the soil. Um, but it's, it's dramatic.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. And some soils, it's more than others, for sure.
2: Um, and so when people till the soil, uh, we are creating uh, a lot more greenhouse gases. And then uh, when the plants are growing and they're beginning to use the CO2, um, we see sort of a reversal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just becomes very clear that what we need to do in terms of limiting CO2 gas is have more plants. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and with that, we need to think about how we farm. Um, and so not only does the tilling release CO2, but it allows, um, all that ecosystem to be destroyed in um what they call soil erosion is not so much soil running into the streams and you know being relocated uh or being blown around and you know in the dust bowl although those are things that do happen but just the erosion of its quality the erosion of its ability to hold uh plants to be soil instead of just dirt and dust
0: Right, right. Well, so tilling soil, if it's going to be then immediately used for growing plants, I think is good. But if it's not, then that's, yeah, that's a huge problem. I think that's, is that what you're saying?
2: No, I'm saying that the the, the tilling process so disrupts and destroys that ecosystem just under the surface. Hmm. And in an effort to create a new ecosystem, farmers have to dump Tons of fertilizer and things, because the, the nitrogen fixation isn't happening. With the, they just destroyed the ecosystem with all the oh, bacteria. Oh, I
0: see, I see, I see. Okay.
2: And so now they've got to dump fertilizers, and um, so, and then the soil is loose and it's able to be blown around like the dust bowl time period. That's That mm. was from tilling. Um, it can run off in streams. It's not held in place by all the roots and the uh, the mycelia of the fungi and all. You want all that that stuff there. And so there's actually a machine, yeah. where you can plant seeds without tilling. There's, um, there, there are different options for the way that you think about land yeah. and the use of land. And I just, I just recently learned this, and I was fascinated. So you know, when we have uh, our meat industry, we have cows, most of our cows are on a feedlot, which is um, farming sections where there are no green plants. There's just a bunch of cows. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they have to farm acres and acres and acres right. of corn and soybean right. and grains to feed these animals.
0: Right, right.
2: Which isn't good for them. Yes. And a, you know, a grain-fed cow is not as healthy or as natural or normal as a grass-fed cow. It also doesn't there taste as good. Benefit. It doesn't taste as good. There are lots of benefits to grass-fed cattle. And so we have – we've just messed up our whole – farming system here totally with the with the the whole tilling of land destroying that ecosystem and then uh, trying to feed the grain to our meat so we can eat as you know we like our meat in this country particularly we eat a lot of it um and so yeah i was learning that that if we plant uh, more grasses and if we're gonna if we're concerned about cattle we can grow all kinds of plants that will maintain that ecosystem, maintain the soil, um, maintain the the absorption of CO2 into the plants, and keep that carbon down in the ground. Yeah, and provide the best and most health, healthy natural food for our livestock to eat.
0: Well, why aren't we doing this? Good
2: question. Good question. Um, you know, I wonder if it's got. Uh, a lot to do with government subsidies for farmers. Could be. Um, that, that there is a an economic reason to just keep on doing it. The, the way we've discovered is not the way to do it.
0: I'm sure it comes Maybe down to economics in some way.
2: I'm sure there's some startup costs to yeah. planting. If you have some some big open field and yeah. it's pretty much just dirt, yeah. Um, yeah. in order to get that ready for cattle, you're going to have to do some work and spend some money. Yeah. Um, and so I think it has to do with a commitment First, I think that we need to know, like I said, it's not just about burning fossil fuels. I'm glad I learned that recently. Um, and then we, you know, knowledge will help us to make better decisions, I think. Yeah, for sure. But the economics is, you know, we got we got to overcome that piece. And I think government can help there. Instead of subsidizing the the, or the old way, you subsidize the new way. Yeah. The better way.
0: Totally. I'm so, all for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be feeding grain to a bunch of cows. No. We really don't.
0: No, 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 um, no, no.
2: And if we're if we're warming up the climate, um, this this is going to be bad news for not just uh, people in Indonesia and other places that are low-lying, you know, over there. It's going to be bad for all coastal places. It's getting guess worse. That's where if... most people live. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, near the coast. You and I don't. Right. However... Uh, we had an unseasonably warm December that led to a tornado that just ran through our That's town. Right. And I think yeah. that is directly related to uh, this issue.
2: Changing weather patterns, um, longest running category five uh, tornado in that we have recorded. Yeah. Um, yeah. And very, very destructive um, in Kentucky. We're not in, we're not in tornado alley. No. Um Yeah. And uh, so I, I've been noticing some weather changes in my lifetime. For sure. Again, oh, yeah. Some of this is probably normal as the Earth does have cycles. And But I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. One of our big problems is, now, I think we need to cut down on burning fossil fuels. That's what I've been hearing for years. But, man, this farming thing makes a lot of sense to me.
0: There needs to be a, a, a multi-pronged strategy. Cutting down on fossil fuels? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and this uh farming sustainable farming yes um i mean there are tons and tons of things we need to be doing for sure
2: and, and just and and consumption in general yes. i think is out of control right just in every category yeah we have become so entitled and such consumers and so needy and we can't wait and we can't uh defer hope and we can't it there's just a, a huge breakdown in so many areas of this.
0: that's right um, That's
2: right. we really can limit uh, how much resources we're just using and wasting. And um, by the way, you know, uh, another thing I learned is that a lot of the waste that we're just throwing in the ground uh, is compostable waste, not yeah. just recyclable. Right. Recycling has kind of come and gone. Uh, you know, like, are, is it economic? Are we, are we able to make um, these products into usable products? That's all, um out there for discussion but what we can certainly do is compost food waste and biological waste um, things that break down and actually benefit that ecosystem
0: yeah yeah we we do um, that here at our yeah. house
2: so this is kind of change my thinking as far as uh, thinking about protecting uh what's under the ground what's under the surface of the ground so, right important. There in the first, so important first foot of of material yeah um and the the impact that it has globally,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: is is pretty amazing. It's pretty remarkable.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this to my attention and to our attention.
2: So I'm sure i uh, you know, I have minimal information. I'm just learning about it, but it is. And we're not uh, farmers. Attractive.
0: And we're not scientists.
2: We're we're not farmers, and we're not scientists. We're not even uh, journalists or anything else. We're just uh, two guys having conversations,
0: but. Hey, if you're um, a farmer yeah. or a scientist or a journalist who knows all about this, uh, uh, give us some more information or correct us where we're wrong at thehopperpodcast at com. I'd love to learn more about this.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think we need to take care of this planet.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Thanks for listening to The Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time when we'll discuss colonoscopies for cats. Oh, yeah.
0: My cat, Uh, I think, needs a colonoscopy. I'm sure he does. And I bet you know someone else who needs to listen to that show. Be a pal and share the Hopper goodness with them. Send them a link, and if they still don't listen, throw an old pumpkin on their porch. Oh, boy. And be sure to subscribe or follow. Special thanks
1: this week goes to our chief negotiator, Bernadette Bridge.